was the last time a kid fell down a well? I think it happens more than you think. But when was the last time we heard about a kid falling down a well? Honestly, like that really famous one from like the 80s and 90s. Baby Jessica. Like that girl, Baby Jessica. Yeah, yeah, that's really the last time. And that wasn't even a well. Have you ever looked up what it was? What yeah, was it? It, it, it was, was like, like a pipe. A pipe. Yeah. And it Whoa. is like in order for that baby to be in there, like there's like there was no someone space. had to have shoved it down there. Yeah, there that's were what like I'm saying. Whole so, levels of neglect. <laughs> so what I'm getting at is I'm thinking big water is hiding kids falling down the wells from us. Yeah, they're hiding the, the, well, the, the wells. Yeah, you might be onto something. Although I don't, I think by the nature of a well being dug, it's probably not big water because I think wells are dug by the um, homeowners. <laughs> that's what they want you to think. Yeah. Wow. You really bought into it. It's probably a big pipe. <laughs> I saw Phil this weekend. Oh, yeah, yeah. We were in my That's yard, nice. but we were is supposed the, to have a barbecue, but it got kind of overcast. Is the sink complete? No. We have oh. an outdoor sink, but the, it's all done, but there's no water going into it. But you can pretend it's an outdoor sink. Is there a concern that you're going to not be satisfied with just an outdoor sink, and then you're going to build like Toilet. an outdoor <laughs> counter, and then like a whole outdoor kitchen, and then eventually yeah. build another I want to turn the house outside. inside out and just and that, be... Yeah. Yeah. And then Are you're you like, all... you know what this outdoor kitchen needs? Walls <laughs> yeah. and a roof. And you just end up building a yep. second house, but like backwards. But what if I open at the same time I'm doing that, I open up the actual house. So I, like, I take the go. roof off of the old house. <laughs> yeah. It only makes the most sense to use that material while it's there to build the other house. Yeah. Are you going to have a strict no peeing in the outdoor sink policy in that house? Does my wife listen to this? It, yes, it's totally strict, Jason. Okay. <laughs> yes. It's totally strict. Yeah. I realize now, like, if you leave this in, Drake, it'll be yeah. like, oh, Phil's talking about his uh, his home renovations. You know, he's yeah. living the dream. You know, yeah, this guy's uh, got two sinks at least. Yeah, that's how it is. You got um, a lot of sink money. And what I do is I take the foaming soap. I, when it runs out, I put Dr. Bronner's with water. It's the same thing. It foams. It's the container that makes it foam. It's not what's in it. Are you admitting That's... to watering down your Dr. Bronner's? I don't. I put water down Dr. Bronner's to refill the foaming soap. If you put full Dr. Bronner is in, it's too raw for the pump. Huh. It's yeah. too raw for the pump. <laughs> you can file that under too raw for the pump. <laughs> That's a good name for a Two Life Crew album. Yeah, yeah it's just too uh, raw. Let's start the podcast now, I think. Hello, and welcome to Every Damn Thing. It's a podcast where we rank everything. I'm Phil. And I'm Jake, and we're here to guide you through the list of everything. Each episode, we take items and tell you where they rank on the list of everything. The list can be viewed by going to everydamthing.net. You can find the link in the show notes. So we've known each other for a long time. Once, while traveling cross-country... If I recall correctly, we were headed to New York City. No, that was a different time. This time, we were headed to San Antonio. Anyway, we were hitchhiking, and a truck driver picked us up. As soon as we climbed into the cab, the driver began reciting a ranked list of everything. When she finished the list, which we memorized, of course, she turned to us and made such a horrifying face some kind of stop motion explosion that we asked her to drop us off immediately back on the side of the road to realize the face she made a claymation calamitation it shocked us so much that it erased our memories of the list uh, we can now only access the list bits at a time through an extremely scientific process that resembles shooting the shit through this process, with the help of our guests and listeners like you, we will gradually uncover the list of every damn thing. The list currently has 125 items with Dolly Parton at the top and Transphobia at the bottom. Cold Brew Shandy, which is coffee with lemonade in it, and Jersey Shore are in the exact middle of the list. Yeah, Jersey Shore, not the TV show, but the actual geographic location. Um, So yeah, that's where things stand. Uh, if you want to go and look at the complete list, you can find it at everydamthing.net 
or you can look at uh, an abridged version in your show notes. And Did, today does the show notes not let you put? Is it list long enough now that you can't put the whole thing in the show notes? It's anymore? a little bit long. It, it lets me, but still, I don't want to put 125 items yeah. in the show notes right, okay, for each okay. show. I just so I didn't know how me. it worked. I, I don't yeah. know how the show note interface now, works. The top ten and bottom ten. Um, so don't be like Phil. Read the show notes because uh, they're fun and cool. We'll remind you again at the end of the episode. Wait, I, I write them. I lived them. I don't have to see it. True, true. Yeah. Um, and we're joined by Jason. Uh, Hi. Regular uh, guest host and Natalie for the first time. What's up? And we're uh, here to rank some stuff. Yeah. Uh, let's jump right into it and do the first thing, which is submitted by our listener, uh, Sylvia C. And the topic is online dating. Online dating. Ooh. Now, Phil and I don't have any... Um, experience in this i I know i don't i don't have direct experience but i know people you know like i I don't have the apps or anything like that i kind of missed that era yeah we were both betrothed by the time that era really came around it had been around like my mom met her husband on that yeah good point like Like, 15 years ago or something like yeah yeah i feel like most people at least know a handful of people that use it pretty frequently And oh, you, yeah. even if you're not the one that's using it, you hear about them using it. Well, you have single friends. You're like, hey, let me see that phone. And you're looking through it. Yeah, it's fascinating. For them and stuff. Hey, well, let's see what they're living like. You know, We're going to get into you don't have to be single to be on those apps. Oh, shit. I kind of feel like, though, it, it seems like it would be trouble. Maybe what for if, you breeders, for, it would be trouble. But for us gays, you can just whole, You mean you don't deactivate your account? There's no account deactivation or anything like that? You can do that. Or but like Scruff, put it in suspended mode or something? Or like Scruff, say, for example, is mm-hmm. an online dating app. What makes Scruff different than Grindr? It's a little edgier if you're <laughs> looking for, you know, like but is a it dude like the with same a beard. App, but, but is the app differently or is it just the user base is different? Both. Okay. Like, but there are also there the is same crossover. Too, right? So you have Grindr that's... How is the actual, like, when you're clicking in it, is it like the icons are a little edgier, you're saying? Or is it like there are different... The way that you, They're the all way wearing, that like the, leather jackets, some yeah. of them are. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I just I don't know. Like, is there stuff that's not allowed on a grinder that is allowed on Scruff? Well, there's there's definitely terms or user agreement terms, whatever they call them, uh-huh. right? On each one, but do people actually follow it? But like. I just don't know. Is it just that it's different? Dudes are looking for, when they open up the other app, you're looking for a different thing? Or is it like, I don't know, you can see more stuff or there's a wider range? Or I just don't understand the mechanical difference between the The app is your oyster. I think you can search for specific things. If you want to be fisted, you do yeah. a search for fisting. If but you like, want that, to. But you, can you not do, But could you not yeah. do that on Grindr? Oh, wow. Grinder, you can look up. I think they call them tribes in Grinder, or it could be re- flipping them. But, you're but you like, could like do like a filter. Like you could yeah. be like, I only want fisters. I only and want ten inch dick tops today. I know about though. No, I'm gonna look that I hope up. My son will forget, like my son's listening for the other room, but he's gonna hear oh, this. No. That's how it is. But I got. I, I wonder about is there a verification for inches? Like because I, Jason, I've heard about Grinder inches. Do you which have to is hold like, your dick up to a ruler? Right. So yeah, I like mean, someone was eating, phone, had a Subway sandwich, and they measured it, and, and it was like only ten inch the Subway sandwich, and they were like, "These are grinder inches." Everyone knows. I you know. I personally think it's funny when there's a picture of a penis and there's a remote control next to it, or there's a bottle of Tab or a, a soda can of Tab next to it. But aren't they oh, like prop cans that are? If the top you, of the can is open, that's really dangerous. Yeah, it is. Or if there's like a toenail clipper next to it. Oh God! Yeah. Oh, <laughs> say it, man. You, I saw you. I saw you before you said it. You thought I know what I'm gonna say. Oh God. 
I just mean like people be dishonest and they'll buy props to put next to themselves for scale to like distort their proportions. Yeah. So they'll be like, oh, I'm going to buy this tab can. I don't know why tab, but like, like I'm going <laughs> to buy this can of tab that's, that's three quarters scale, right? And then Mr. it's like. Pib. It could be Mr. Pib. Yeah. I personally then it's have like only. You the door I've and... only ever online dated, by the way. Oh, okay. oh wow. Okay. okay. Yeah. Well, I will, with you... the exception of my first person that I dated. Yeah. That was in high school. Well, Other than you've, that, you've since had then. You've in bars, right? I mean, like you've met people at a bar or whatever, and like. Well, yeah, but that's not like that a. That's a hookup. I mean. Not like a date, like a long term. Met someone at the park. But like, I mean, Grindr. Went to a Wendy's. What's it called? Grizzler. Uh, Growler. <laughs> Growler. I mean, those are for hookups as well, too. Wait, right? Growler is hooking up is the same as dating to me in a way. There's like, another app named Growler. Oh yeah, that one's more. Well, I mean, each of these at the time I think were designed specifically for a certain sub genre of gay like yeah. stuff is more of like the leather bear and then grinder uh-huh. is more of like the twinkie jockey uh-huh. set and then growler is more for like bears like so talking like I'm co- not not bears grr bears hey yeah, why yeah, can't yeah. there just be like a tag and you tag yourself as like within grinder why why was it that, that there needed to be these competing sites when you could just be like i'm a scruff type dude I just happen to be on Grinder right now. You know I what think, I mean? I think that's a good question for Rodney P. Grinder. <laughs> is that the, the CEO? Yes. That is not his name. <laughs> now, I got a question that has to do with Grinder. Was Tinder invented by the people who made Grinder because they were like, oh, this has been like basically beta tested by by the gays of the world. Now we can use the same application that straight women feel comfortable using, which is like the like what they had been trying to build for years and years. You know, is that are the two things related? Do they have a related interface or anything like that? Well, first, I think Tinder was probably created by big chicken industry. Yeah, yeah, the Tinder is really at the bottom, very very small. It says Tyson. Yeah. Exactly, <laughs> uh, and also Tinder does allow the gays on it now. But it, did they oh, not it used, used to? to not? Is that, I think it used to not. There's I'm a couple nuts. of them that were like anti, were only for heterosexual oh, I know which one that was. Uh, Christian Mingle. It was called mm. uh, Farmers Only. Farmers Only. Not Farmers <laughs> Only. <laughs> there was one that was um, it was like for white supremacists, and I remember oh, talking wow. to what? a Christian really? Mingle, a girl I knew about it, and she's like, "That's wrong. I don't like it." But like, the thing is, like, I kind of think it's good that that exists because, like. At least that way, the various people who are white supremacists looking to date each other, at least they're meeting each other rather than out there, you know. Maybe they should be meeting other people, though. Yeah, I guess, I'm going but... to go with that. <laughs> I, I think know, maybe though, they like... need to talk to less people that think that stuff. Yeah, the least platforms you give them, the better the world is without yeah. them. I would love I, for them to only be able to talk to bots. I would love for them to all fall in love with bots and oh, then and the, yeah. be devastated when they realize they're not real. What if they were specially trained AIs that like cured them of their racism? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. But, like you but, could like, but like without any, having any human effort. And I'm just the, thinking though about all of the dollhouse miniatures that I have that I could sell those to people taking dick pics on these apps because absolutely. can yes. you imagine <laughs> like an American like, girl doll size <laughs> sandwich like next to just like a average penis? Yeah, but then you'd but feel then you'd be, amazing. People would be like, yeah, I have this. It'd be like seven feet long or something yeah, like that. Yeah, they're like, scale. why is this next to a pail of bread that looks very like Swedish and like period specific? And it's like, well. That, that would be cool to just have a dollhouse. The, the dick pic is just a dollhouse. <laughs> It's like sticking through the window, like Alice in Wonderland style. No, it's like coming in the front door, like the door's open. Yeah. Is there a dating app for people that want to fuck dollhouses? 
I'm sure there is. I'm going to make one now. I just you didn't say patent pending, so. people with food allergies. Because that makes like, sense, wow. totally. I'm glad I'm not allergic to peanuts, but if yeah. I were, would I have to ask someone before I blew them if they were to blow in my yeah, mouth? you know what people do? They're always oh, eating yeah. peanut butter and like... Yeah. Like, or if they're fucking a jar of peanuts yeah. right before you meet them. Yeah, they're just yeah. sitting there before they, they answer the door peanut. and they got they have peanuts in the shell and they're just, you know... Or they use crunchy peanut nervously. butter as lube. Yeah. yeah. So I want to shift to Natalie here. Natalie, you have a family member who's gotten involved with some online Yeah, dating? yeah. So like I personally have never used it. I don't think that I would be successful on it i'm not very good at texting i don't take a lot of selfies so i've just sort of like it's like don't sign up for a team that you know you're not going to be good at the sport or whatever anyway my grandmother on the other hand has used it a lot and (laughs) which where uh, she live she lives in knoxville tennessee like a town outside of knoxville tennessee in the hills um she has used i think it's match for lots of years um one time she came to town for a date i live in nashville it's like three hours from knoxville she came to nashville for a date didn't tell me she was in town (laughs) just she was busy uh found out later and i was like well it would be good to see you more than once a year but you got to do what you got to do is that a mark against online dating because we're going to rank online dating and it took your uh, an afternoon with your grandmother away from you but yeah but also like she's living her life i don't know and uh there was one christmas where she came to christmas and she was like natalie i need you to take some pictures with my ipad so i can (laughs) upload them to my profile and i was like oh what's your password i'll upload it for you and I was just asking her a lot of questions about it. And she's 83 at this point. Wow. Um, yeah. Super active lady. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But in more ways than I'd like to talk about personally. But uh, What, did you like see her account when you went to upload it? Yeah, and no, like, oh. I saw her account. And so I was like, I want to see like who you're looking at. And she'd set a very wide range of age. Like she's like <laughs> lowered it pretty far down. How far are we talking? I was like as low as 40 for sure. Nice. Sweet. Yeah. And I was like, do you match with a lot of dudes your age? And she was like, no, they're not really on here. And I was like, oh, yeah, it makes sense. They're probably not very good with computers. They don't have email addresses. And she was like, no, they're dead. <laughs> oh, yeah, because like, well, men die she... in, in larger numbers at every age range. Yeah. So when you get yeah. to be 83, yeah, yeah. it's a lot. She's like, it's... got a date down. That makes sense. Um, so I definitely, uh, yeah, I remember like holding the iPad up and taking pictures of her in front of the Christmas tree so she could upload them to her Match.com profile. And, oh, for those Christmas freaks. Yeah, those Christmas freaks. Yeah. And she, like, I remember her also mentioning that like sometimes, she's like, I always put photos of myself on my profile because I want people to see that I'm active. I want them to see that I'm doing stuff. I want them to see what I like. And she's like, but a lot of people don't have photos at all. And sometimes I like ask them for photos. And they'll put them up for a little while, and then they'll take them back down. Wow. And I it was seems like, like you should put photos up. Do it you seems know like, what catfishing like, is? Like, it's possible they're not, those photos are not of them. And that's why they're taking them back down. Yeah. yeah. Does yeah. she ever, like, meet people who try to defraud her? And get? they say, like, send me some money. She doesn't have any money, so I don't think it would work even yeah. if they tried. Uh, but I don't know. It seems to not be a, she's like so talkative that i think even if someone was trying to scam her they would 
just slowly hang up the phone like it wouldn't be worth it for them i love her so much but she is she like doesn't shut up so it would be if she's flying she is getting flagged by tsa and i remember her bringing it up one time she was like every single time i get flagged and i'm like are you fucking making a scene like are you talking are you pulling bags of things out of other bags are you traveling with like a grocery bag full of ziploc bags like pre (laughs) that being a requirement for things it was yeah so she's just like seems suspicious all the I appreciate time. the Ziploc bags and the purse. You never know when you're going to be in a at a buffet. That's true. On the online dating apps, is she just looking for hookups or long term connection or both? Or do I you know? think both because okay. she like yeah. has had some secret, not so secret uh, encounters okay. throughout okay. my like childhood that I remember. She would always go to Mexico with friends. Yeah. And they were dude friends or like one time she gave my sister, my younger sister, this like very beautiful Christian Dior, like vintage nightgown set. And she like wouldn't tell her where she got it, like <laughs> who gave it to her at some point. She's a woman of mystery, it sounds like. Oh, yeah. And yeah. but but she also will tell you like she tells you things you don't want to know. So I'm like the things you're not telling me must be awful. Mm. Or just, or maybe just too exciting. <laughs> yeah, or um, just like well, she just likes to keep him close to her chest. Too out for the pump. Yeah, I like mean, I, I know can, I can handle body conversations. Speaking of her body, uh, she's like a well endowed lady, and so Bowdy, Bowdy, body. Bo- oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, but I want to hear about your well endowed grandma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My yeah. grandma's like huge boobs. So, uh, she in college, which would have been the forties, was a nude, like a nude model for the college. Mm. So in Tennessee? In, no, in Southern Illinois. So if anyone's mm-hmm. listening to this. Oh, in Carbondale. Your, yes, in Carbondale. If anyone's listening to this and your grandfather went to SIU in the 40s or 50s and you found some sketches of a lady in like his stuff after he passed away, I'm just curious. They might be my grandmother. Wow. That was so, her so... like college job. She's a very like untraditional lady. She has a tattoo that she got in like the 60s. It's on her ass. What is it? <laughs> it's a bee. Nice. No, I'm sorry. It's a rose. One time she asked me if she should add a B. <laughs> Absolutely should. Yeah, yeah. she lined it's up all the grandkids late. and made us vote. Yeah. Oh, really? And you could do it? a competition of yeah. who gets to draw it. Yeah, it was like, should I leave it? Should I add to it? Should I have it removed? And I no, was I found... like very reserved as a kid. I was like, please, just whatever makes you pull your pants back up. That's my answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I hear that a lot. So let's think about this. Do you think online dating, if, does it? would you say it makes your grandmother happier? Yeah, I mean, she is, you know, getting up there in age. She keeps herself busy, but it also, like, she lives in an area where she doesn't have a ton of social interaction. She's a very, like, extroverted person. So I think it brings her some joy. I think it also brings her some frustration, but it brings her some joy. She used to put ads in the paper before online dating. They said weird stuff, like a mermaid seeking an old salt with a boat like i don't know what that means but i but the old salt <laughs> well, is guy, she wants to go with a boat <laughs> probably <laughs> and jason i was gonna ask you what about online dating is it a boon or a bane is it good or is it ill it's both it depends on how you look at it yeah, personally okay. like i said i pretty much only online date catfishing is definitely a problem also really? people and their expectations of other people is a problem that's always fun to manage people's expectations. You mean so, that they're, they're like, oh, I, you said you had eyes that were dreamy blue and it turns out they're like a dreary dishwater. There you go. I, I'm, I'm getting out of here. 
Yes. We have a friend that's been, um, we call her Shirley, but uh, that's not a real name, but has been, was catfished somewhat recently, like in the last five years, where she met a guy online. He was like a merchant marine or something like that. He was gone most of the year. And so, you know, they talked for a long time, like maybe a full year. How did you choose um, the name Shirley, by the way? They she chose it. For me. Yeah, it's uh, a cool. I, I, and I she know. also travels for work. Uh, for some reason, they're never able to meet up. And then finally, like they had a, like, we're talking constantly talking on the phone, I think, you know, um, just regular relationship where they hadn't met yet. And then after like fully like a year, the guy was like, um, so because of this reason or that reason, I need you to like buy me an Amazon gift card. What? Yeah. <laughs> he was finally cashing it in. Yeah. That is a long, long con. Yeah, <laughs> it was a super long game. Um, I'm going to start saying that to my wife. I'll be like, Beth. I need you to buy me <laughs> You're going to wire some money starts. to me at this like Nigerian bank but account. But that was just going to be the start, you know? Yeah. All right. But, uh, you know, conversely, like I know a number of people who, like our friend Victor, uh, who listens to this podcast, like he met his wife, who, like and now they have like a son that, that feels like I feel like it's like the online thing met, doesn't even really matter. It's like, yeah. that's life now. So I almost feel like we should rank it just wherever dating would be because it's the two things are think, virtually I synonymous. Like, I mean, I don't know because I've never done it, and like I've yeah. been single during its existence. Like, yeah, I know plenty of people who have never done it, and um, it's, it has nothing to do with like thinking that there's anything wrong with using it or thinking it's like a bad idea in general. It's just like it's just not I a mode do that you're not. Comfortable with. Yeah, I'm yeah. like this is not a platform where I will succeed, and so my, I would just rather kind of waddle around until I. <laughs> can my problem is across somebody. My problem with it is. Pretty much what you're saying is it gives people a platform to feel entitled to have access to people and to also not have a filter that they would normally have and say yeah. things oh, so they, that are hurtful the because they hide like, behind, you know, an app. It's like you're yeah. in a video game and you see all the other people in the video game. They're just kind of like when you fight the monsters in Zelda and you're not worried about like if you kill them or knock them down the mountain. Well, anyways, I'm ready to rank online. Yeah, that's I good. Yeah, I was looking at that because I noticed that the McRib was rated worse as Hank Williams Jr., which wouldn't have been my move, <laughs> but whatever. Well, the thing about <laughs> you it is... You had to be in the cab that day. Yeah, 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 I yeah. get it. To record that one, I ate the McRib, and I couldn't finish it, whereas there are Hank Williams Jr. songs where I could listen to the whole song, Yeah, right? okay, yeah. Yeah. Like, that was kind of my thinking, is like, the McRib, oh, I just couldn't do it. Like, yeah, I, it looks like a hamster that got run over. It's not cool. Yeah. Like it's it was not a good experience for me. Yeah. Okay. There's Hank Williams Jr. songs that I love to listen to and You're a big fan of If the South Would Have Won? That's the one you like? No, yeah. Not that one. That's Ooh, the one uh, that I was thinking of. No. You uh, like Fax Me a Beer though. Is what uh, no, but Fax Me a Beer is <laughs> terrible. A song. Um Yeah, it is. <laughs> It's about uh, how everybody has these fax machines now. These dang old New Yorkers and whatnot, you know? Like, and people faxing each other things. So, like, why don't you fax me a beer and then we can, like, uh, call it a day. Yeah. And Whiskey Benton Hellbound is a great song. I knew about the South, what, the South one because I worked for someone. Like, I was on tour with someone that, like, did a couple shows with him. Oh. And so, unfortunately, I had to listen to a lot of his music. Yeah, going to Hank Jr. shows would that be cool? No, um, the people there so cool. The audience so cool. Yeah, yeah I can imagine. Really imagine all the teeth. Oh, pretty, just pretty, pretty people. Count them on one hand. I am sorry. <laughs> yeah. That was I bet very there's some rude. Binge drinking that goes on too. I would assume because I feel like um, I know you're living in Nashville, but like uh, when they have these tours where they people go out away from Nashville uh-huh. and they have these uh, big like uh, there's a Kenny Chesney uh, concert once and I was on the train I happened to be on the train with the people going to a Kenny Chesney concert and I've never seen more drunk people in my life and it was like yeah. in the middle of the day I felt like it was like a college uh, football game or something like that yeah people tailgate that's the main difference mm-hmm. as far as like the like vibe of like a show 
It sounds yeah. so stupid, but basically like with country artists, tailgating is a huge deal. It's like people are in the parking lot at like the, I'm waddling off the bus. I've said waddle twice now. Yeah, you talked about waddling. I, I don't have like a, I walk pretty normal, I think. Uh, <laughs> but I'm like walking off the bus with my like, you know, sweatpants on trying to find like a sink where I can brush my teeth. And there's mm-hmm. like people in the parking lot, like already hammered. And they're just like yeah. gonna get hammered until they can see the show. Maybe they see it. Maybe they die before then. I'm not really sure. But I feel I like that... in other genres of music, I've not really noticed that. But also ticket, it's so because like ticket prices are lower because they know like people want to get in the up. door and they want to buy beer. Yeah. Like drinking is like the reason why you go to those shows. Like the lyrics of the songs are like everyone has to drink. Yeah. Almost every song has the word beer in it. Or yeah, whiskey, or whiskey. Yeah. Or whiskey. Yeah. I had this game with my son because I was like, I want to listen to the country music station. And he's like, uh, you can listen to it, but you got to pay me a quarter or a dollar every time they, they, they say the song, the word whiskey. I was like, I don't, I don't want to do it. But otherwise, <laughs> he makes it miserable for me in That's the backseat. That's smart of him. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, your kid's like probably good at business. Like, that sounds like a really good idea. <laughs> yeah. Little miniature Alex P. Keaton over there. Yeah. Anyway, um, we should go on. We should try to rank this online dating. Um, yeah. It's hard to find a comparable thing in the list. Okay. Therefore, well, let's, um, let's see if we can give some context. To me, it's pretty neutral because there's good and bad from it. But so I would start personally in the middle of the list. What's the middle? I'm looking maybe, at maybe uh, I'm just short, video but... games. Similar. Oh. Video games. Very similar. Oh, it is like a video game to some similar, people. Yeah. It's a video game you play with real so people. So that's video games at number 67. So that's, I guess, just at the bottom half of the list, but close mm. to the minimum. Yeah. Is it better than I video would, games? I think it's better than video games, personally. I online right. date way more than I play video games. I think it's better than a cold brew shandy. I... So where's cold brew shandy at 62? 62. Ahead, I, well, oh, I'm just sh- concerned about it being better than crows because I like crows i think that mm-hmm. you know like they can like tell other crows what someone's face looks like like they can like yeah. remember a face and then like communicate to a crow what someone's yeah. face looks like yeah and crows yeah, are number yeah. 64 yeah yeah you can so probably date through crows crows too. in my neighborhood they fought off an attack from a hawk yeah i was gonna say you can probably cosplay and find someone online to it's cosplay like as crows yeah. oh you got to go to justcrows.com. Yep. It's a crows website. Only. It's not an app. It's always I cool. actually I um, want a crow as a pet, and the person that I'm dating now said no. So maybe I should. Uh, maybe I gotta I get two, on one of these apps and find a crow daddy. <laughs> I had two pet crows growing up. Really? And a dove. Wait, what were they yeah. like? They were cool as hell. My dad built a thing for them outside. What do you call that? An atrium like or a something? A roostery or something. A there roost. you go. Yeah. He built one of those for them, and they were ones that were wounded that he found. And they oh, weren't at the same time. They were wounded. He found them wounded. Different times, yeah. In quotes. Same with that's... the same with the tough. <laughs> that's really nice. Were they really smart? Yes. Yeah. yeah. They, were they, they would follow along like... and hop along. And we yeah. would open the cage to see if they wanted out and they would stay. Oh. And they're like, good, no, good we don't have to okay. fly around for food in here. So yeah. we'll yeah. sit we'll sit tight. We want to put them below crows then. Below crows yeah. and above video games. So that's between sixty four and sixty seven. So like now in contention is coffee in the sea. See, you're talking about the ocean, you we're know not, what I mean? Yeah. Like, we're not talking about water. coffee. We're talking about cold brew shandy. Oh, we are talking about no, coffee. No, but coffee coffee's listed actually below cold yeah. brew shandies oddly. But, Which um, is that's kinda strange because yeah, that's how that's how it works. Out. This sea so, is so beautiful, and online dating seems like a dark abyss. So yeah, but the sea is deadly too. That's true. Yeah, like it could be like being caught in like a like what happened to a uh, uh, what's his name? Captain you know Ahab? George Clooney when he's out there on the water. Ooh, the Clune Tang. Oh. Yeah, exactly um, what I'm talking about. 
So what do you guys think? So like the sea, definitely below crows. I would say below the sea because below like Natalie sea? said, the, the sea is also can be really useful and good. You can get, there's plenty of fish in the sea, just like online dating, right? But also yeah. it can be dangerous. You can think you see a mermaid, but really as a walrus, you know what I'm saying? What, so I'd have trouble putting it above coffee. So do so I. Okay, let's put it below yeah, coffee. I think it so, should okay, be below, we can put coffee. below coffee. Okay, we can make it the new number 66. If we, I think we all agree on that. Yeah. Was, oh, sorry, the new number 67, rather. Online dating. Um, so online dating goes into 67, moving video games to 68. We're going to take a break and come back and rank the next thing. Miss Natalie Gale, I just want to tell you how wonderful the wedding went off. And all your expertise, how much it was appreciated, and how just great it was, and what just what a credit you are to this family. And of course, in the meantime, how about that, Mackenzie? Give call Grandma and give her his number. I just want to call him and tell him what a wonderful dancer he is, and what a fine man he is. And I hope you realize that too. He held my hand, he looked in my eye, and I saw his spirit. He's precious. Now, Grandma wants to talk to him, and if you don't want to dance with him, Grandma's going to dance with him. Love you. Bye-bye. Oh, that was a long break. Phew. The next thing to rank... I peed in the sink. ...is brought cool. by Jason. <laughs> Pee Wee Herman, the character. Can I do Pee my Herman impression the... for you? Oh, yeah, please. Yeah, Ready? Of course. Yeah. <laughs> It's not that, that good. good. I'm rusty. <laughs> it's okay. That's uh, a good Pee-wee laugh. Not mine. Let's hear Wait, it. Gonna, uh, you gonna hear it? What? Mine? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah it is better. <laughs> <laughs> Can you do Oh, I lost. Hey! That's mine. <laughs> hey, I'm it's Pee-wee Herman over it's here. It's a little Hey! Hey! <laughs> so we're not ranking Paul Rubens. We're, we're not ranking Paul Rubens, and we're not ranking the movie... Uh, the, the movies of we're not or the TV show. Any of the things we're well, making the character in general. Yes. And all that stuff is included in, in, in the But the character, the character is the kind of, kind of, is a persona adopted by this guy. It's not so much a character as it is like a, I don't know what you call it. Like It's a brand now. It's that, but it's also like a... Um, performance art. Performance art. Yeah, exactly. Um, like, but I mean, all art is performance. I mean, by that sense... Come on, uh, Phil, we've had this conversation before. <laughs> <laughs> like... All right. So I would argue my, I that all say, art is not performance art because all art no. doesn't get on my nerves and performance art does. Ooh. Yeah. Well, yeah, but <laughs> that's just because what we think of as performance art, right? Like if someone's performing, I understand what you're saying. I yeah. get it. I when I say a musical, I to... you can't say all music is but musical. But Pee-wee will be in character, not in the movie. Like you'll see a thing and it's Paul Rubens as Pee-wee Herman doing an interview yeah, with yeah. David Letterman. The actor yeah. who per- portrays Pee-wee Herman in the films is Pee-wee Herman playing as himself. himself. And Paul Rubens is credited separately as like the writer or producer. I thought that other guy played him. You mean in the movie they make with the X one at the end of the at the end of Pee Wee's Big Adventure? No, in the movie Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Oh, at the end of the movie Pee Wee's Big Adventure. At the end of the movie when they, when they the credits. the credits. I thought you meant Pee-wee when Herman they watch the himself. movie that they make no, and, he, no. and then they and get that's, very that's bossed. The case it. for all the movies. Um, and like the the Hollywood Walk of Fame star says Pee Wee Herman. It doesn't say yeah, Paul but like, Rubens. Everyone in Hollywood hasn't. It doesn't use their birth name. It's like you know Charlie Sheen doesn't. But Carlos Estevez on his Walk of Fame star or something, right? Yeah, no, but it probably Charlie doesn't say Sheen Charlie doesn't. Sheen either. And though. Yeah. Paul Rubens yeah, also <laughs> performs as Paul Rubens, like in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah, that, that's or the that was Man. Paul Rubens, Mystery Men. Yeah. So, uh, has he ever uh, been Pee Wee? Oh, he was playing in another character too. Yeah, he was, was a good movie. Yeah. He was like the hairdresser, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. I oh, feel yeah. like that was a big comeback moment for him. That was maybe like one of the first things he did. 
that people are I like, think you're great. Well, he was in the Batman sequel, too. Yeah, he, he was, was Batman, Batman Returns. Returns. As the Penguins he's dad. also yeah, does the I voice for, for the Batman stuff. It's good, right? So, Paul mm-hmm. Rubens, he's chilling. He's in the 70s. I know he's in a group called the Groundlings in L.A. He's a, a colleague of Phil Hartman, who is like a favorite of the show and a beloved, you know, late comedian. R.I.P. America's Sweetheart, America's Angel. And the character is created originally... With some input with He was one of the creators, yeah. Yeah, that's like a buddy he has. So... Then you think he creates this character. He has an idea for what it would be like. It's like a one-man show, I, I understand. And they made an HBO show about that one-man show, which I I think my dad had HBO and I saw it because I thought it would be like the movie, but it isn't really. It's a little more grown-up, a little more adult, a little more... Um, yeah, totally, totally. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it, it, yeah. it's a little different vibe, you know, than, than like the movie was. And then there's a Tim Burton movie, which I want to say is Tim Burton's first feature. I, I could be wrong about that. No. But it's That's like, different it's, than it's, Pee-wee's Big yeah. Adventure? There's no, like an HBO one. talking about is the big adventure one. It's like a live stage show. Oh, and, um, okay. The HBO and, one is, is early. It's like four yeah, or five years before. Yeah, it's a little bit before. before. And adventure. it was real popular. And, and in LA, this is like a sensation. Yeah. <clears throat> and then he has this movie, which is like pretty much a kid's movie, right? And But it's a little different vibe for the character than than he had been in the past. But that's how I first saw it. Like, was, I saw that movie and I was like, this is wild. That blew my mind. I right. love that movie. And it's still like a fantastic movie. Off the top of your head, what's your favorite scene from Pee Wee's Big Adventure? Uh, my favorite scene is when he meets Mickey, the convict they go on the run with, and he yeah. says, the law. Oh, and my second favorite scene, if I may say so, is when Dottie says, aren't you going to stay to watch the end of the movie? And he tells her, I don't have to watch the end of the movie. Yeah. I lived it. What about you, Natalie? Uh, the only, like, anytime I think about that movie, it just I just think about the the truck driver lady. Large like, Marge. Marge. Because oh, it yeah. scared the shit out of me when mm-hmm. I was a kid, like, so badly. Did you ever pause it right when she's going wild? Yes. I think at, when I was older and I could like handle it. But like the first time I saw it, I was like, I don't know yeah. what kind of fresh hell this is, but I don't like it. <laughs> and I didn't know that it was coming and I didn't sign up for this. I was so scared. But I also never watched E.T. because I thought he looked terrifying. So he's, yeah. yeah. He's he, is like pretty a, gross. he looks like a Chernobyl raisin. But um, well, E.T. is wet. My butt too. would That's pucker whenever his finger would light up. Mm hmm. Um, what, what do what, you feel like that told you about yourself? <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> Jake, what was your favorite scene? I don't know if I have a favorite scene. I mean, when he does the dance is pretty good. Um, oh, yeah. I, Tequila just dance? In general, like, like the thing that made me laugh the most, I think, is is when um, he... There's a scene towards the end when they're watching the movie made from his life. And uh, he meets the woman who he'd met who wanted to, to go to France. And she says... She met Pierre. She says merci beaucoup to him. Yeah. And he says it back in the funniest way. Like, he can't pronounce it. He sticks his tongue out, like... While he's saying the word, it's and it made me crack up so much. It, in general, like the, the character when the character is like pronouncing things wrong, it's really funny. Oh, I also like the part where they dub over him in the movie they make about his life. Yeah, Aging Doctor so, Herman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he's looking at the camera all the time and stuff like that. Yeah, that's that's. What about you, Jason? What's your favorite scene? I was gonna start by saying the scene where he's at Cabazon and the that's woman the that ends up are? going to France. That's where the dinosaurs are. Where the dinosaurs are, and he's at the cafe, and then they go up into the dinosaur and chat mm-hmm. all night, and then the boyfriend finds him and he starts chasing him, and the then ends up like with a Pluto him. dude, right? Yeah. Yes, and then he he ends up on the boxcar and he's riding the rails, mm-hmm. and he has a bindle. I love bindles. I think I've said that before. <gasps> yeah. I said the word bindle earlier today. Yeah, I don't get the chance to say it ever. Like, I, it doesn't come up. I if I can story. bring bindles back, I would. Maybe I just need story. to start doing it. Are you guys ready for this? So it's gonna be really quick but speaking of bindles one time when i was very young like 
below, like under six. I was living in Tucson with my parents, who most people that age live with. And my sister, who was a couple years older than me, a few years older than me. And she convinced me that we needed to run away for some reason. This is the middle of the day. That's some older and, sister shit. I, I pulled that yeah, yeah. a lot. And so in order to run away, what we had to do is you know make create a bindle and a bindle stick so i, I was going to be the like the vanguard of this i was gonna be the first one to run away uh, and so i had to take all my clothes and put them in a and wrap them in a, a, a cloth and tie them to the end of a stick um uh all my clothes including the ones that i was wearing <laughs> <laughs> that adds up and i climbed out the back window we had a one-story apartment wait you were nude uh, with the stick with a yeah. oh. climbed out the back window of our bedroom uh went around the, the house uh, and across the street to the this house across the street from us where I was going to hide in their behind their bush in front of their house until she would meet me later. And then she like forgot about me or just whatever. So I spent like quite some time squatting nude with a bindle. I was really young. Like until yeah. the neighbors like looked outside and noticed that it, like I was there nude with a bindle in front of their house behind the bush. Uh, really young. Are we talking 14? And then no, a little bit older. I I'm was just, like 15 it, and a half. I, I didn't know it was ch- called a bindle. Yep. When I was a kid, I, I thought it was like a running away from home stick. Or, yeah. Like I didn't know. Oh yeah, I didn't, was, we didn't, of course we didn't call it a bindle. Yeah. I didn't, like I didn't have much of a vocabulary there. At but all. you knew it from um, like cartoons for sure. I yeah. love oh, the yeah, logic absolutely. that like you just as a child were like, yeah, it makes sense for me to take off my clothes <laughs> and put them yeah. in this bag because I'll put them on later, but I don't need them on now. I'm supposed to. Put I kind of like here. how it's like a cartoon symbol that you just know. Like if you have a toothache, you're like, oh, I'm just gonna tie a cloth around my head. Because that's yeah. what they do in an old cartoon. Yeah. But like, I've never seen anyone do that in real life. Yeah. Um, look, but back to Pee Wee. Yeah, so back to Pee Wee. Pee Wee's in this movie. Then there's a, a sequel a couple of years later. Oh, and, he, and and around that time, he like appears in the media as, in the media as Pee Wee Herman. Yeah, yeah quite yeah, a bit. So people know he was, him. He was even doing Pee Wee Herman um, like on Letterman before the movie came out. Like He was doing Pee Wee Herman. Have you seen like his PSA where he tells you don't just not to smoke crack and stuff? No. Oh, well, he, like, he had to he do those... Though, because of, of the mm, scandal. Oh, the scandal. Yeah, because the scandal. That was a certain scandal. Like the scan- I'm putting a scandal on. I call like, it bullshit. I can't even that make quotes bullshit. big enough to call yeah, that a scandal. Yeah, I know. It's true. So yeah. he had a TV show, which was like pretty explicitly for children on Saturday morning. And I would watch that and it was good. Yeah. It was yeah. like when a uh, bunch kind of repetitive. Awards, like, Let me know if you need to borrow my box sets huh? on yeah. DVD. You loved it. And then much. he's like, and so then pretty much peewee goes away now the scandal is that he's jno in a porno theater in florida yeah, and in an right? adult theater not, no you're not okay you're talking about paul rubens yeah i know i'm just correct. saying yeah, yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. reason why you didn't get to see peewee for a while Pee-wee never was, did that Pee-wee's Pee-wee's never we got some weird attitudes theater, yeah. yeah yeah so anyways yeah. then peewee goes away pretty much because they and they pull his um his tv show off for years and it's only recently Netflix got in touch with them and they got this movie, which I haven't even seen yet. I watched and, it today. It's, in which, you're going to like it. It's good. I, I think my son Are you and talking my, about Pee-wee's Big Holiday? Yeah, Pee-wee's yeah. You just, not Big Top. Yeah, because yeah, I was going to say, I thought you were getting into his no, next no, Big movie, Top Pee-wee Big was Top Pee-wee. Pee-wee. Which I, don't, I haven't seen since it was new. And I don't remember liking it. You can it also much. borrow that DVD. Are you a Big Top <laughs> Pee-wee fan though? Fuck yes. I'm a oh. Pee-wee in any iteration. Hmm. I will consume. So the new Pee-wee, do they make him look younger digitally or something like that? No. Or how do they? No. So he's just Pee-wee, he's just older. Yeah. Pee-wee yeah, is he timeless. Doesn't look, he doesn't look How old is the um, character Pee-wee? Is he an adult? Well, it's a good question. He seems to be an adult. He, do, he does appear to live by himself. Mm-hmm. Um, like So without parental supervision, he does act like a child. He's very childlike. In the most recent one, he's got a job as a chef. Or not a chef, but a cook at a diner. Okay. So he must be an adult, but... um. He's in some sort of imaginary space between adulthood and childhood. Uh, and the other people that live in Pee Wee's world, are they in the same world as him? Missy Vaughn and Cowboy Curtis? Or the people in the movies. Like when he meets, when Pee Wee meets someone in a movie, do they think, this is an unusual guy? Or do they think, 
everyone has their own thing in those movies, right? You like, can ask the same Larry question is... about Elvira. Good point. Yeah, he is kind of like Elvira. Elvira's They're... not on our list. I think but... Elvira is in the Groundlings, too. I think that's where yeah, Elvira that came makes from. Sense, yeah. And she could, so they kind of come up with this larger than life character. Cassandra and then Peterson. Play sorry. that character. Were Cheech and Chong in the Groundlings? Because the, the, the character of Pee Wee Herman appears before, I think, any of the HBO stuff in his show. The character of Pee Wee Herman appears in the second Cheech and Chong movie, Cheech and Chong's next movie. No, they're out in like East LA. She's born in East LA, the video. He's in one of their movies. It might have just been they were in similar circles he's or like, something. He says, fuck you to the cops and all this stuff. And then he, he, then he goes on stage and performs as a stand-up comic, Pee Wee Herman, but it's the whole time it's Pee Wee Herman. It's an interesting thing to watch because it's you're seeing Pee Wee Herman, but too raw for the pump. as an adult essentially. You know, before they toned him down for uh, the movies and the TV show. Yeah, and also, uh, I think this is crucial, right? In the new movie, he has like a it's like a love story with Joe Manganiello, right? Am I saying that, that how name you say right? That? I don't know, man. Manganiello. Ma- it's, it's funny the way Pee Wee tries to pronounce it because because Joe Man Man plays himself. Uh, oh, okay. And Pee Wee tries to pronounce it in the movie, and it's it's hilarious. Who's he uh, married so, to? That actress that goes, "Oh, Manolo." Isn't I, he married to her? Was, I never, as a kid, it was weird. Like looking back, I didn't. Maybe because I didn't have the context, or like I, I didn't understand Pee Wee as like sort of being gay coded. I wouldn't say he's gay coded. I would say that he's. Um, I wouldn't say that either. I would say queer. that he's ambiguous. Yeah, yeah, but like in the new one where androgynous. He's, where he's, where he's explicitly that, he's, interested in romance yeah. with Joe... May- I don't know how to say the guy's It was name, a bromance. Right? I feel like, unfortunately, oh, that. they wouldn't have allowed that in... Like, not in the 80s. The, like, yeah. probably... It probably for, not for children in the 80s. Yeah, yeah, like, they would have been like, oh, no, no, no. Which is stupid. <laughs> I guess I, I think of him as being, like, more or less asexual. Like, and he's not interested in Dottie so much. Like, he's pushing her yeah, away he's, so he's, much. In general, he pushes away. Although, I haven't watched Big Top Pee Wee in a long time. But um, uh, apparently, he has a fiancé in that. But even then, he's not, like, doesn't seem to be interested in her sexually. Yeah, I think it comes uh, from his character playing a childlike person where it would become creepy if they sexualized it. Yeah. Yeah, and it makes him neat. It makes him. It allows him to occupy this space that is sort of non-sexualized, queer. He's definitely not heteronormative, but he's not sexual. He's. I wouldn't. I don't know if he's asexual. Like I. I, I looked. At, I read but, but a brief you, you, a slate column about that came out after the uh, more, most recent movie. Uh, I'll put a link in the show notes. But I just took a quick quote from that. The guy uh, who wrote it says that Pee Wee exists in a prepubescent universe where sexuality doesn't quite exist yet. At least sexuality for him personally. Yeah. You know. Is he kind of like? Uh, what's his name dean martin and um jerry lewis right? right jerry lewis's comic persona has some similarities right like you could see some similarities between yeah, him yeah. and Wee Herman. i yeah. i can't really look at it like it makes me mad i can't I, I don't really i don't enjoy jerry lewis stuff but i'm thinking like what are some precursors what are some things that are similar to Wee? Um, similar characters elvira elvira and when you well, said elvira, elvira that... way in the just in her campiness because she's super sexualized uh, oh yeah yeah i forget the sexual piece but you also oh, appreciate elvira like a kid like <laughs> a, a, a young kid gets the idea of elvira really quickly the the character is so simple and, and like so visual like you have to look at peewee for one second to get his whole thing yeah. and you're like oh yeah i get it it's fucking cool you yeah. know and the same thing with elvira where you see Elvira, you're like, oh, I get it. I I, I see what's going on. I know? think all I thought when I was little was just like boobs. I mean that too. Like, That's all but, I thought most of the time. Yeah. 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 I was hungry as a kid, so all I thought about was boobs. Yeah. 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 Does Elvira ever meet Pee Wee? Are they ever like they've it appeared seems like they should be friends together? I'm sure, they have. Yeah. Yeah. They have. Uh, with they... Mr. T, Mr. T would also hang out with them. I do want to talk about when I moved to San Francisco. 
in 2004, there was an event that I stumbled upon called Paul Rubens Day. And it was a bunch of people dressed as Pee Wee Herman and characters from Pee Wee's Playhouse, from Pee Wee's Big Adventure, from all You show up just as Danny dad from Batman? Yeah. (laughs) And that's how I knew that this was my home, that there was a whole day dedicated to Paul Rubens. There was a bar crawl. And if you joined... They would give you a red bow tie to put on that was a red ribbon to have Wait, you Pee-wee's just stumbled bow. across these people. I just they, stumbled they, across they... it. It was every year around the same time. It was in the summer and you would do this bar crawl and it would end up at the stud. If you remember the bar yeah, yeah. institution yeah. stud, they would turn that R. into R. the right. playhouse. RIP, yeah. yeah. And it was the best time I ever had. Did Paul Rubens ever show up? Paul Rubens never showed up. I did dress up as Pee Wee the last year that I went to it. I dressed up as him, and it was one of the best parts of living in San Francisco. That do you dance on top of the bar? There was uh, anything you could think of. There's just yeah. constant like people in unison doing the Pee Wee laugh. It was yeah, the nerdiest so thing you could imagine. Pee Wee yeah. shenanigans. Yes, it was just great. it was I, hundreds of Pee Wees. No, Storm in the streets. I know of... Look too many peewees for me. Yeah. Not oh, enough. well, it's just... Uh, yeah. <laughs> There's Missy Bonds, like, too. For me personally. <laughs> Sorry, Natalie. I don't want to no, talk over okay. you. <laughs> oh, no. I was just going to say the only thing I've ever heard of to be similar is like I know of some people. It was like not a big thing. It was just like 12 friends that would do it. But they would do yeah. like a Frasier bar crawl oh, wow. in Seattle. And... Huh basically you'd be like oh dear god like every time you drink and like everyone but you you i think that they like dressed up as things from the show like someone was you mean like the props? chair yeah it just like oh wow someone it was like very loud but it was really confusing for everyone else around them because it's it was like not like a big it wasn't like hundreds of Wee hermans like so you wouldn't yeah my know experience what it was. with Wee is i just we had the vhs <laughs> and i watched it a hundred times with my sister yeah just uh-huh. re- over and over and over and over and over again right until it's like sort of beat into my brain and so i will say that something that came from Wee's big adventure that had made anyone that works at the alamo in texas their life a living hell oh is people true. that go specifically and talk about the basement and they told me there actually is a basement because i am that asshole yeah. that asked about it <laughs> They shook their heads sadly. Oh yeah, Pee-wee disappointed. Showed up in some Texas-based cooking chef? show, top maybe Top Chef Texas. Yeah, like in like the 2010s or whatever. And they end up going to the Alamo and they show him like essentially a storage like closet that's in the basement. They show him the basement, which is where they stored. That's like, where heroes die, Jake. You yeah. shouldn't make light of that. Hey, buddy, I have an ancestor who died at the Alamo, or who oh, was at the wow. Alamo, or something oh, wow. like that. It's a woman, so she survived. Something I'm surprised that you haven't brought up, Jake, is the influence that Pee Wee Herman had on a character in the movie Overboard. One of the sons, he talked the entire movie in oh, Pee Wee's right. voice. Oh, you're right. He spent the entire movie talking in Pee Wee Herman voice. They finally break him of it. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, that's great. That movie I'm anti-Overboard, is so that, that marks him down. That's going to mark Pee Wee Herman down for me because I don't like Overboard. Is that a mo- that's not a movie you like. Is that a movie you like, Jake? Jake likes Overboard and I don't. Uh, everybody I love likes Overboard. overboard. I the like sequel, it, I'll watch it even though Samantha it's Ferris, such yeah. a problematic premise the original Jake and one. I got an argument about overboard <laughs> once like at it. a restaurant and then this woman came and oh, interrupted okay. us and she told me that Jake was right and I was wrong and I need to listen to him and that overboard <laughs> is a great movie <laughs> Uh, and I had to sit there and take it because she's a stranger. So then he I had, had to, to sit there for, in silence for 10 minutes while I told him how great it was. I forgot about that. That's a positive on my side, probably negative on Phil's side. Yeah. Um, Something else that I need to bring up as well. You guys okay. know that I love a Christmas special. The oh, yeah. Pee Wee's oh, yeah. Playhouse Christmas special is still to this day. Dolly is Parton's it? in it. 
Grace oh, wow. Jones is in it. Zaza Gabor? Oh, yeah, oh I thought yeah. you said Alex Jones. in it. Alex Jones. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Like, Could you imagine? Turn. <laughs> yeah, I'd be cool. Yeah. Um, okay, uh, I feel uh, like I'm ready to rank it. I, I want to talk another a little heart. bit about the character really quick. I know we're, we're running pretty oh. long, but um, yeah. I watched the first and third movie today. Um, I had never, I'd seen the first one before. I'd never seen the third one. Pee Wee Herman, the character, is fucking hilarious. The job that Paul Rubens does in portraying him is really good. Paul Rubens is like top-notch comedic actor. And Paul uh, Rubens could do other things, but nobody else could be Pee Wee. Correct. Yeah, true. Like, because just his laugh, like the things that, that I like the most about the movie are either like little quirks in, in the character, you know, like his laugh, which is classic. He could do like three different types of laughs all in three seconds and it's just hilarious just general like facial expressions he does is super reminiscent of Buster Keaton and like silent era oh I didn't think that about really that love. that's a good point he would work as a in, in silent oh, movie era. yeah like I mean his talent as a comedic actor is really impressive in 81 when they did the HBO special and it was more of like a darker adult comedy he brought that back in the early 2010s. I think it was 2010, the revival of the yeah. show. Yeah, so the I got tickets show, yeah. to it. It was um, spectacular. Jason, is Pee Wee like your main thing? Like, see, Pee Wee seems like he's your favorite person. I will consume anything Pee Wee as well as anything Paul Rubens. Mm-hmm. Yes, I right. love me some Pee Wee Herman. Um, uh, he does mean consume. Yeah. Is there anybody I will here? Him up. What I'm thinking is there's not going to be any check because we all like Pee Wee. So when it comes time to rank him, there's none of us who are going to be like, no, I... that's too high. That's too high. Well, we'll I feel we'll put the a on. little bit like that just because I think that I was like a hair too young for him to really like hit all these like nostalgic boxes oh, for yeah, me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's mainly why I've like not chimed in as much about this one. Yeah, he because... popped into my life when I was eight or nine years was old. Was that a humble so brag? About how yeah, young I'm you like are. So young and beautiful. Um, yeah. Look at all this collagen. No, uh, I wasn't born until '88, which I feel like is like maybe. You would have. Like, I mean, definitely, you were like just, like that character was out of the spotlight. Yeah, you, you might have been conceived like old. at the movie theater when the, the movie was in the theater. If you need me to ease you into Pee Wee Verse, I can uh-huh. start sending you some. You're clearly some stuff. the guy for the job. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The last thing I was gonna say was one of the last things I did before the pandemic was the. Paul Rubens did a live stage thing again where it was him doing a tour talking about his life and he did talk about Pee Wee a lot. And that did he was become awesome. Pee Wee at any point? He didn't. And oh. he didn't have to. He set the stage in the beginning. He was like, I'm going to talk about Pee Wee, but I'm not going to be doing Pee Wee at all. He did, I think, yeah. maybe did like the voice did at one point. Did you have to get up and walk out when he did that? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Jason, you threw your ticket down in disgust? <laughs> Absolutely not. No, I, like I, know, I said, I... Fucking love Paul Rubens. I love Pee Wee Herman. I I was thinking about it because I watched this documentary about about Gilbert Gottfried, and he has a real a regular voice he talks in sometimes. Like (laughs) it's not Gilbert Gottfried voice as you know it. He just sounds like a regular guy, and it's actually kind of stranger because it's the same person. Do you remember like he was on Married with Children? Gilbert Gottfried. Okay, we should run to Gilbert Gottfried. We should (laughs) we run pretty long. We can talk about Gilbert Gottfried. Let's rank it. Okay. Okay. Are there other? Other character Elvira's not on the list, sadly. Elvira's not but on the list. Cheech and Chong are on the list, and they're from the same era, and he's in one of their movies. Oh, you're well, I was not high say, enough. There's a character that we often use as a reference they're point. That's actually similar to Elvira in some ways. Oh, Jessica Just, Rabbit. At Jessica 52. Rabbit is number fifty-two. You are not high enough, y'all. I think we're not high enough. I agree with Jason. We need to um, shoot for the moon on this one. I'm looking at you, Dolly Parton. Okay, uh, so <laughs> okay, so the thing is. Dolly Parton was is helping putting money into these vaccines that are gonna like get yeah, it. Yeah, man, I got, so that, I got a Dolly Parton vaccine. Yeah, um, Jake got a Dolly Parton vaccine. Is there a Pee Wee Herman vaccine? Li- He's a fiction. He lives in the fictional universe. On brand, I'm looking at it's it and share. Okay, 
right in between right. sandwich i'm more into that than the other ones I, I like i do have trouble putting above hank williams senior who's at number eight but like hank williams senior does probably hank have williams some, senior uh, created a whole genre of music that didn't exist before yeah but hank williams like, senior is an, is an actual individual who he also uh, created hank williams jr who's he hank williams jr and he also like had was definitely flawed whereas peewee this is a character he's a, a person of imagination and he's and he's flawless okay here's the thing i like donald duck who is actually very similar to peewee in some ways also right. a fictional character but peewee never throws fits in, in rex room but and... Donald Duck is instructive. Donald Duck helped me manage my anger. Mm. I think I like Donald Duck more than I like Pee Wee. Donald I think Duck's I wanted... at number seven. Yeah. Um, I'm actually kind of into Jason's pick here at number six, replacing Cher. It kills and... me to put Cher lower, but... Because I think Donald Duck encourages some kids to like be violent. Yeah, and sometimes you can't understand Donald, Donald Duck. Donald Duck cartoons these days, man? Come on. Some kids were, you know? He doesn't wear pants. Like <laughs> Donald Duck reminds nah. me of the kid who smashed my head against the ground uh, when I was like... That's Nine. true. Okay. I, I can't deny that that is a fact. It didn't happen. So, so when, all right. Natalie, okay. Let's you... rank it then. You say you say above Donald Duck, but below Cher? No, I say above Cher. I'm, I'm mm. torn. Below the It's It. <laughs> below the It's It. Below the It's what It. Think, what do you think, Natalie? I mean, personally, I would put him in between Cher and, and Donald Duck. Okay. Let's Have you had I, the It's I, It? I agree. Let's, let's do that. Yeah. I think Phil liked that. Jason was touring. I got so. ahead of myself. <laughs> you should have an it's it, Natalie. If you I'm if you sorry, haven't had Cher. one, next time you're in California, get an it's it. If you haven't get had an one, get an it's it when you're in the Bay Area. They're real good. It's a, it's ice cream treat. Okay, so we're gonna put um, Pee Wee Herman the character in at number uh, seven, moving Donald Duck to number eight, and then uh, you guys got time. We're running along. But you guys got time to yeah, take a break and we'll, we'll slam through this next one. Do yeah. the next one real quick. Okay. Okay, ahead, so the go. next thing on our list is public humiliation. Yeah. Now, public humiliation can be good and useful. I was going to say, yeah, it it's be... like a t- it can be a tool, but it's like yeah. dynamite, where it's like, yeah, if you need to use it, it's very useful. You can dig a basement but... in a place where it's very rocky, but it could also destroy things. So Yeah, and you could have be ruined by being yeah. publicly humiliated. It could be a kink for some even. Some people are like, that's what yeah. I want. I want to be humiliated. Was this chosen um, purposely, public no. humiliation after Pee Wee? Wait, oh, who... no. <laughs> Pee Wee gets publicly humiliated when he asks about the basement at the Alamo. Um, he asks about <laughs> it. Everybody laughs at him. Somebody takes a picture of him while he's like standing there. <laughs> That's yep. so sad. <laughs> and he runs away. Yeah. yeah. I, I consider public humiliation like a different category than bullying. I mean, I mean it's, it, it can it's like, be it, yeah. like, it yeah, can yeah, feel similar, but it's a different thing than bullying. Okay. Is he being bullied? If you're bullied? constantly publicly humiliating someone, like the same person going after yeah. the same person, that would be bullying. That's bullying. Yeah. yeah. I, I think the idea of laughing at somebody and humiliating them for thinking that, that, that there was a basement it, even though it's peewee and he's a protagonist and i like him it makes me laugh to think about taking a picture of somebody like so you want to see some but that brings up, you want to see them at their lowest point that brings up like a thing that happens a lot now that i i hate actively oh. which is filming strangers doing stuff Oh, yeah. And, like, everybody does it. Like, I know that, obviously, it's a big thing on the internet in general where it's, like, videos will go viral of someone doing something stupid or, like... Oh, he asked a girl to marry him. becoming, like, memes, essentially. But I have friends that have, like, 40 followers or whatever, and they'll just be in an airport and they'll be like, oh, let me just film this guy doing something weird really quick. And I hate... I think that sucks. I agree. I I don't know if that would count as humiliation unless the guy becomes a victim of it, like, suffers the... people are looking at it's, it yeah 40 that's people but he's not feeling yeah. humiliated if he doesn't more, know that that's happening yeah. but i, I, I don't i'm not saying of it is like that, taking I, the picture of like peewee where it's just like people yeah. are like oh ha, ha, look at this guy like let's just <laughs> that go ahead yeah. saw someone in pain they took a picture went and got it developed at the one hour photo in texas <laughs> yeah. 
that. Yeah. And then we're like, when they show people their pictures from their trip to San Antonio, they're like, here's a guy who is in pain. Like, <laughs> it was yeah. the funniest thing I ever saw. I took a picture of it. Maybe the person developing the photos could see in the negative that it was a photo of somebody being humiliated and declined to um, It sounds like they really it. saw yeah, the like, negative, Jake. This is inappropriate. Jake. We're not developing this photo. Yeah, you're right. Exactly. I can um, see the pain in their eyes. I've got no yeah. experience with developers ever doing um, that. Being um, humiliated is no fun. Paul Rubens I was publicly like... humiliated when he got arrested in the bathroom for that. And I think that's... It was a movie good. theater. Oh, oh mean, yeah, yeah. Similarly, the the guy, I forget his name, but that senator in Florida is currently being publicly humiliated for... But that's kind of... I think that that's good, though. Yeah. Yeah. The big difference between yeah. what Paul Rubens did course, and what... Yeah. Like shame is actually useful. Like, it's did. hard to admit. I, I was thinking yeah. about this. Well, it develops I, I, empathy. I, yeah. True. Okay. Yeah. Like I was talking to my son about shame because like shame is actually useful. You're like, oh, like it's gross to pick your nose or something. Mm-hmm. You know, like you shouldn't do that. People will make fun of you. The fear of public humiliation is actually useful. Now, people have a lot of shame. I don't want people to live their lives like full of shame and, and fear of being humiliated or that kind of thing. But like it serves some kind of positive function a little bit. Yeah. It can help people in some way or do you think it, it can't no i think like, i there... think that it can like i can remember when i was in seventh grade and i cheated on a spelling test Ooh. like getting uh-huh. called out in front of the class it left a mark yeah i was like oh shit i'm not doing that again like that what felt was the terrible. Word and how did you cheat yeah i think it was all of the words <laughs> i i just like had the like paper uh... inside my desk but the thing and is, was you just probably copying can spell it. all those words fine now i bet like now mm. it's not like you didn't <laughs> On the monopia, going in the corner so, and having to wear the dense cap is like that's the, that's like yeah. Well, they don't do that anymore, but like maybe that it, it, there's something to the, a fear of shame or a shame actually having a and other people saw you there and they're probably like I don't want to cheat because yeah, that seems like the most humiliating thing I can imagine. Yeah, it was embarrassing. Like I was super embarrassed, and then I remember going back to the teacher and being like, "I'll never do this again." So- and I kind of didn't. <laughs> um, but I always had an opposite reaction to public shaming especially in school. I had this uh, long-term sub in eighth grade. Long-term sub. I was a jerk. The teacher that I had, it was language arts. I think it was eighth grade. She went on a harp tour. She played the harp. (laughs) But anyway, I was, you know, as you can probably imagine, I was a turd. I actually didn't picture that at all. he tried to shame me by drawing a circle on the chalkboard and told me that I had to sit facing the chalkboard with my nose in the circle. Oh, that's old school. And if I didn't, then I would be sent to the principal's office, which I didn't give a shit. But I still did the circle thing because I thought it was funny. And then once I realized, I was like, oh, you're trying to publicly shame me. So then I was just a jerk to him. And I got sent to the principal's office. I was in a school in second grade uh, where corporal punishment was allowed. Kids would get spanked. And there was one room for every grade, first through sixth. It was a small enough school. There was two levels, but it was small. And essentially, there was the sixth grade teacher would be the one to spank you whenever you were going to get spanked. And... When it happened, it happened in the middle of the day, like during a during school session, the entire school could hear it and it would like echo through the halls Man. <laughs> and everybody would be silent. Wait, okay, was crying. it a male or female teacher? It was a male, teacher, Mr. Though. Carr, and he ended up marrying my teacher, Mrs. Buss. <laughs> uh, Mrs. Mr. Bus. Carr and Mr. Buss got married. Wait, <laughs> Mr. Wait, Carr wait, and Mrs. Yeah. Buss? Was that real? Spanking yeah. the kids? What was his attitude when he was spanking the kids? Was he like, well, I got to do this? Or was there a look in his eye like... I don't know. I would never look him in the eye just like, in case. That's what he wanted. Like, yeah, I'm trying to figure out how you get to be the designated spanker. Or you're just like, let me yeah, do it. Yeah, that's a red like, flag. I, I, do it. I would hope that, that what happens yeah. is you want the people that yeah. don't volunteer for the job. You're like, someone's got to do it. And everybody who volunteers are like, you're disqualified. Yeah, exactly. You got to have someone who doesn't. 
Or just don't spank the Jason, kids. You said the red flag, yeah, you mean like a flag you in your back pocket to show we that you We do need to spanking? talk about hanky code one day. <laughs> one day. The we red bandana, if you're a kid, we're in that. we got to get to ranking this thing. Yeah, we got to rank so this. So I'm going to say we, one more negative the, thing about public humiliation is that sex tapes are public humiliation, and I don't think those are good. So Which, and oh, they're yeah, illegal. Yeah. They're like revenge porn yeah. is illegal now, and it should be. But like the fear of public humiliation, I think, keeps some people from doing things they might ordinarily do. Like having some sort of people be like, no, I don't want to do that. I would be exposed as a liar. Yeah. Yeah. or whatever yeah. you know like the fear of that actually is good in some way i'm not saying it's unalloyed good but i do mean like there, there's a benefit of it yeah to it. and i do think that it's good when people are humiliated publicly for like disgusting for disgusting things, things but not when they're humiliated oh, yeah, for like yeah. having sex for example you know like or, or something that's no, not... no 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 i mean yeah. like or like for, for peewee yeah. you know paul rubens or like, oh, true, yeah. a racist rant yes yeah. or like harm that they've brought to like another person or a group of people yeah. or like whatever yeah, yeah i also there's some part of me that just thinks that's really tasty when like a rich person gets scammed and then yeah. is publicly humiliated yeah. for that my question for you natalie is have uh-huh. you seen the video of guy fietti having a fight with his hairdresser fight? yes have you seen that how do you feel about that <laughs> i think see that to me is like i want a full like film of it like i it's like a, i want all well, angles that's like a preview of like a movie i want to see or yeah. like a show that i want to watch i live in sonoma county now so that's like you're talking oh, to me about yeah. jesus i get nervous because that guy's the king of this area it's also just insane to yeah. me that it, it's his hairdresser like if you were in a writer's room and you're like no no, no he's gonna get in a fight with his hairdresser he's gonna be take like that's that. too that's too fucking much jason has a take. i ain't one to gossip but i heard that's not just his hairdresser oh Oh, like he also does nails? He does taxes? <laughs> married with children. Back to married with children real quick. Peggy Bundy, what she describes as doing her taxes. Yeah. Is a little... So oh, Jason okay. is making a certain motion with this. He's like making Something a gun else. So when you're saying doing the taxes, yes, he does Guy Fieri's taxes. Jason, how are we going back to married with children? We were I, I can <laughs> always take it back to married with children. We, we got to rank this thing. Okay. I'm thinking like the positives are the same as the negatives to me. So I'm looking at... Yeah, it kind of, of balances like out. 66, I, the sea. Oh, the sea, could, which yeah. could be good and bad. You can feed yourself in the sea, but you can drown in it. Yeah. Some people would like the humiliation. They, that's, that's their true. thing. It's true. Yeah. Some people like pigeons. That's 110. 110, yeah. I think, is too low because there are public humiliation can do some positive things. Um, Where were you looking? Where'd you start I was at? looking at the sea, which is sort of right in the middle. I just worry. I don't want people to be ruled by shame. Yeah. People just like their whole yeah, life is fear and shame. They totally even out. I think it falls a little bit towards negative for me. So maybe. Um, I mean, 110 is pigeons. Pigeons are dirty, but How they're also beautiful. Um, <laughs> let's see. Um, Dipping into no underwear, which is an uncomfortable situation. Could be a form of public humiliation. Yeah, yeah. I think it's similar in a lot of ways. Uh, I personally find public humiliation potentially more useful than Triscuits. but <laughs> Okay, Triscuits are number 85. <laughs> Yeah. But that includes like the variant Triscuit, like the one with garden herbs and the <laughs> yeah, rosemary you, and olive oil. Can you oil. put easy cheese on public humiliation? <laughs> I, think, uh, I think you can. <laughs> I would say Tommy Bahama is a form of public humiliation. Yeah. I guess. Tommy Bahama's is 89. Trouble, the game is number 90. And Commandos, which is like an occupation. These are all mixed bags. I think Commandos is more of a mixed bag. Um, I want to move back down to number 93. Zipper jeans with no underwear. Um, zipper jeans are cool, but no underwear is not cool. I will take public humiliation okay. over Monopoly any yeah. day. Monopoly's number yeah. 94. Because the game yeah. Monopoly is also meant to yeah. be instructive. And it also always... shames poor people. Yeah. And there's always what someone we cheating. public humiliation mm. right above above monopoly does that work for you guys i would put it above zipper jeans worn with no underwear okay i'm yeah. fine with that too i was thinking actually that's what i was thinking originally mm-hmm. it's in the right yeah. neighborhood so, so that yeah. makes it number you never hear about private humiliation you do um 
We're moving public humiliation, yeah, <laughs> putting that in at number 93, which moves zipper jeans well, not if to it's number truly 94, private. which means we finished the That's a whole other episode. episode, Phil. We did it. Yeah, this was emotionally draining. I, I, I feel like I, I ran yeah, a marathon. Um, I want to apologize for not mentioning uh, Detroit-style pizza when we talked about square pizza last episode. Uh, thanks, Natalie and Jason, for being on. It was a pleasure. It was great to have you. Real fun. Oh, yeah. Um, a treat. Some other time we'll have you on again if you're into it. Yeah. It's fun to talk. Uh, and do you want to do the thing? Thanks for listening to Every Damn Thing. We hope you enjoyed it. Uh, go to everydamthing.net for the updated list and our show notes. That's where we fact check ourselves, etc. If you have something you'd like to submit to the list of everything, email it to us at list at everydamthing.net. Now, there's other things here for me to say on the script, but really the only point of this whole paragraph is to say the email address again, and that's list at everydamthing.net. There's lots of reasons you could email us. Like you want to, you know, like you said. Yeah, they can think of those reasons. Any possible reason they could have to email us, they could use uh, it. Certain things we said. Yes. uh, You could do that. Yeah. Um, Oh, now he can. You can do the same thing on Twitter and Instagram. Find us there. Uh, You can subscribe to the show wherever you got this episode. Jade Puget uh, wrote our theme music. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and review it and recommend it to a friend. And we're going to close this one out. I'm sorry for being a stinker, Jake. (laughs) It's okay. Okay.